Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranton. The heat wave is still happening. It is. It's so hot in the studio. What's it? Well, you know, as an outsider, do you have another like? What's what's your climate? My climate is an outsider. I'm yeah. still a human being. I'm not like a lizard person. Well, I mean, you're cold blooded. You look you like don't a love lizard sports. person. What, is the, what the hell is that supposed to mean? What is this pile on on the sports you're outsider? Unattractive, not Phil. in the sense that you're. I'm, no, 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 I'm unattractive. Your Fuck. facial structure. I'm not saying you look, look scaly, guys. Phil, or that you have a forked tongue. I hey. was saying you look scaly. For the record, I know that I'm not a ten. I also know that I'm better than a three. And That's you know what? At the end of the true. day. That's all I need. Do you see uh, any? Do you see any games this week for any reason? Nope. You play any games this week? Just the crying game. <laughs> I know all there is to know about the crying game, Jordan. Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And bags. Come on, buy some bags. No, stop. Stop putting taxes on the bags. Stop putting taxes on the bags. Just let us have our bags. Wow. Another shot has been fired in the bag. Really desperate. Yeah. I feel like it's really sad. It's really yeah. sad. It's starting to get really depressing. It's basically like, you know, uh, you, when you're drunk in college, calling up an ex-girlfriend and being like, oh, baby, please. What did I do? Uh, I just, just, oh, come a bag. On. Let's get some bags. Why Mr. can't it be like before? I think, I think the negative advertising from the box council is really starting to hammer home. It, it could r- be. really is. Could uh, be. Norland Saints 24, Cleveland Manziels 26. Oh, let's hear that stat line for Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel plays one series of downs. Oh, wait, seriously? About as well as a series of people with downs. Oh, oh face oh. cake. <laughs> Johnny Manziel went 0 for 1 with a Q quarterback rating of 1. I guess How do you get, get the 1? I see I guess hmm. you get a point for attempting a pass. Maybe it's like, you know, putting your name on the ACT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get like 100 points just by putting your name on it or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Then yeah. they subtract after that for every stupid thing you do. That's right. how you score the ACT. Yeah. So now in the great tradition of the Sports 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 podcast, of uh, we, we're going to give the actual starting quarterback the coverage we've reserved for the media-hyped non-starting <laughs> ah. quarterback. Oh, that's good. Okay. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Tag Hoyer watches. Make sure to get the Tag Hoyer watch because you will be able to tell time from your wrist. And... Boxes. You really want to have a bag your entire life? Come on, you bag freak. Don't get a bag. Get a box. We got tagger watches? Yeah, I guess. Wow. I, mean, I didn't know that. All of the attention focused on Manziel is now starting to bleed over to Hoyer. I think he picked up a big watch sponsorship in the yeah, process. Yeah, because boxes were so confident that everyone else wanted to jump on that gravy train. <laughs> yeah. Down 24-23, Hoyer took over in the shadow of his own end zone, facing one of sports' greatest buzzwords, adversity. Whoa. <laughs> he was without star-wide receiver Josh Gordon, injured Pro Bowl tight end Jordan Cameron, and starting running back Ben Tate. Yet, Hoyer marched the Browns down the field. 
He led him on an 85-yard drive to set up a game-winning 29-yard field goal with three seconds left, kicked by the unfortunately named Billy Cundiff. Move. <laughs> Hoyer went eight kind for of, a, kind of just sounds like a nasty name for a woman. Yeah, in some oh, culture. Look like, at that Kundif there. Yeah. I wonder yeah, like if that's it's what because the, the first use. three words match the first three <laughs> words of another horrible term. Yeah. yeah. Hoyer went eight for eleven for seventy-eight yards on this final drive with a final stat line of twenty-four for forty, two hundred and four yards, an average of five point one per completion, a one a that name, zero interceptions, at a quarterback rating of sixty-seven point nine. Boom. Wow. I don't know what those stats are. <laughs> not, not that great, but good. Yeah, I, okay. would say, I would say this is game manager type production. Right. It's just good. Then I take back my wow. I say, oh. Head coach Mike Pettin got a Gatorade bath, which I can only uh, assume was to celebrate LeBron James' return to the Cavs because what type of sad franchise would give a coach a Gatorade bath for winning his first regular season game at home? That's a big moment. In Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns, <laughs> as for the first time in 10 years, they're 1-0 at home. Oh, they haven't been 1-0 at home in 10 years. For a point of reference, 10 years ago, Johnny Manziel was 11 years old and had an entirely different life. Nicknamed Johnny Science Olympiad, Manziel was the youngest <laughs> student ever accepted to the middle school Olympiad team, winning a gold medal in Disease Detective and being part of a rotor egg drop team that took home the fourth place ribbon. Wow. It was shortly after this that he asked out his first would-be girlfriend, who turned him down for Derek Kickball Anderson, forever changing the trajectory of Manziel's life. That's sad. Didn't Derek Anderson play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? It's a different different oh, Derek Anderson. Yeah, this is kickball. This is a kid in his class in Texas, Joel. Oh. Yeah, Derek Kickball Anderson. Played kickball, not football. <laughs> played kickball at recess. Would've Dominated. Football Anderson if he was a footballer. Petten was presented with a game ball by Hoyer, a firm handshake from legendary Browns running back Jim Brown, and more importantly, a pat in the back from legendary Browns quarterback Johnny Manziel, Whoa. <laughs> who told Petten, I missed some of the game messing around on Tinder. But I got the TiVo recording it at home, so I'm going to check it out later. Go team. Nice. <laughs> he sounds mean. Hoyer came out for a few plays as Manziel, the hype rookie, handed the ball off twice and had one incompletion. Hoyer was not thrilled about sharing the stage with Manziel. Boom. Asked about it, Hoyer said, if he's going to help us win, then I'm all for it. The silence after the statement spoke volumes. Volumes of meow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Tag Hoyer watches. You put on the watch and then you will always know when you have to be places. And boxes. Do you really want a bag weighing you down? At least have a manly box, not those sissy little soft bags. This is rough stuff from the rough box stuff. I, I, You know, man, <laughs> <laughs> the harder they hit... The yeah. harder they hit, the more the bags waffle, I feel but like. But you know what? I really like boxes now. I started I, using them all week. I was going to say, this this week I've used three. Easy. Yeah. No bags. I feel Usually like the, I don't use the boxes have swift-boated the bags. Really? Mm, yeah. And this brings to a close another Johnny Manziel update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today! And... Bags! No, seriously, it's okay to have a bag every once in a while. I mean, it helps you carry stuff. Sad. It's really, really falling apart. That's just, desperate is not a good color on them. No. Like, someday I'm going to have to to explain to my children what bags are. Yeah. Like like out phone books. Yeah. It's going to be really awkward, too, because you're going to be like, well, you know your nutsack? It's kind (laughs) of like that, only for other things. 
That might not what? be how the way I go, Phil. Why? Like, that's I might that's try something to everybody knows. It it's what something everyone knows. I might say it's like a box, but it would be flexible. All right. I'd say nutsack. <laughs> you know the thing that holds your balls? My nut box? Well, yes. We used to call it something <laughs> totally different. It used to be nutbag. Or nutsack, even. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's I'm on the not show following today? you, Dad. This is pretty complicated <laughs> here. I prefer to just think of it as like a flexible box. <sighs> what do we have on the show today? Uh, we have the the guest that any show would be scrambling for right about now. Uh, LeBron Odom. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> what you don't know you could fill a book. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, no, we have uh, the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. I, and he's oh. got some splaining to do. Oh, yes. In the midst of a firestorm of controversy Yikes. over him uh, quite possibly covering up the fact that the NFL was well aware of, of exactly what happened in that elevator between Ray Rice and Janae at the time Palmer. It really seems like every statement he has said contradicts either a previous statement yeah. or fact-based fact reporting by news outlets. Right. Lies, Yikes. cover-ups. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to get down to He's going to get grilled. Yeah, he's, he's going to get grilled up like a couple of flank steaks. Yes. Mm, yeah. That sounds good. Let's do uh, it. What about, we, <laughs> what about a weird sport? Do we have a weird sport? No, uh, we no. don't, Jordan. You're goddamn right we don't. <laughs> We've got a weird sportsman, as we have for the past 40 episodes. You know, just when people were starting to be able to forget weird sports. Yeah. I, I, you know, Let humanity move on, Jordan. They've all got, like, PTSD from weird sports going away, and now it's it's like you lit off fireworks in their backyard, Having Jordan. Having flashbacks. Well, like, the other day I was just shooting, like, uh, you know, a little uh, trash bin uh, basketball in the office. I'm like, yeah. weird sport. I was thinking, like, paper football? Weird sport. Stop it. Right, There's only fine, weird fine. sports this, men. This, sorry, this sorry. is why we retired the segment, Jordan. Yeah, and you're goddamn right we do, a weird sports men. Derek but. Paper Football Anderson <laughs> yeah. was the paper football champion. Uh, well, do we have news, news, news? Yeah, we do. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Michael Vick says Roger Goodell is the very model of a modern major general. What? Wow, that's good. Subheadline, he's information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. <laughs> All of them? Sub-subheadline, Michael Vick's subterfuge is deliciously devious. I have no idea what story we're getting at here. This is delightful. <laughs> I'm sorry about the G and S reference, guys. I'm sorry. I just I was you know I was listening to it earlier today. Gotta do it. All right. New York Jets backup quarterback and platinum level PETA donor Michael Vick <laughs> defended embattled NFL commissioner Roger Goodell this past week. You've got to give the man a chance. You've got to give him a chance. You have to give everybody a chance to get it right, said Vick, who believes Goodell is quote doing a good job. Vick was suspended indefinitely by Goodell in 2007 after pleading guilty to federal dogfighting charges. Sure. He missed the 07 and 08 season, but was reinstated by Goodell in 2009. Now he's calling for patience, saying the commissioner should be given an opportunity to resolve the issues. I mean, these guys just beat the shit out of people. It's not like they hurt dogs. <laughs> right. Yeah. You'd have to miss two seasons for that, I would assume. Oh, yeah. If you hurt a dog, yeah. I mean, in the society we live in now, you could kill a child and they'd still get off better than if you hurt Michael a dog. Michael Vick went to jail for, what, two years? Prison no, for two years? He was, I believe he was in jail for only maybe like, I believe, 12 to 18 months. But okay, he missed yeah. two full NFL seasons. Wow. Ray Rice got nothing. Yeah, that's true. But again, pretty sure all the version program. Yeah, unless Janae Palmer, after knocked unconscious, had fallen over and landed on a cute, adorable dog. Oh my god, uh, that would have been awful. Said, that would have been yeah. terrible. 
I would thank, really be pissed. <laughs> That's God what would that put me over happen. the edge. <laughs> thank God that casino has a no pets policy. Yeah, yeah, thank God. I think some situations are more complicated than others, Vic said. You're not going to get it right all the time or the first time. These situations that are arising are situations that we've never dealt with before in the NFL, which Vic managed uh, somehow to say without throwing back his head, laughing hysterically for five minutes and saying, seriously, though, I'm just doing a bit. No, he's, he's right, though. They've never dealt with this in the NFL before. Oh, that's true. It's never, happened. They've never, they've never dealt, dealt with it. it but oh, it's, take yeah. that, industry. Ooh, nuance. It's kind of new to everybody. That's why we're talking about it now. It has to be dealt with. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to make the correct decision right here and then on the spot when faced of all forms of adversity. Especially those options are to, say, start an interstate dogfighting and gambling crime ring. Or just not to. <laughs> it's another yeah. tough decision to make. Just not yeah. to, yeah. I got. I struggle with that every day. I do too. Just the money. Every I think about day. the money. Yeah, the yeah. cheddar, the paper, I, the a little the bit of that dough. lettuce. Yeah, some of that spinach. <laughs> I think. I think about the prestige, the prestige, the sport. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. Now either Vic is being sincere after having gone through Goodell justice himself. Or this is some grade A swift boating. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd like to imagine Roger Goodell picking up a folded newspaper off his porch and seeing half the headline. Defends Goodell. Getting all excited and playing a game of who could be defending me? Paul Tagliabue? Mom? President? No, no, no. President Obama? Pope Francis? Joint statement. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then unfolding the paper slowly like Charlie peeling open a Wonka bar looking for a golden ticket. <laughs> K, whose last name ends in K. Sandy Bullock? Then a little more. Vic, oh, I really hope that's the second part of a W and Chris Hardwick is all of a sudden worthy of the front page. <laughs> that would be cool. Michael. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is just what I need right now. Michael Vic defending me. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I really like to think that maybe some anti-Gadell insider went up to Vic and, Vic and said, hey, have you thought about saying something nice about Roger? And Vic is all, nah, fuck that asshole. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say something positively glowing. Uh, whoever the journalist was uh, who thought to go to Vic for this soundbite should get the whistleblower money when Goodell resigns. Yeah. Sure. Some solid fucking work. Journalism. Peabody. <laughs> Um, if this is rat-fucking at the Carl Rove level, it's expected O.J. Simpson will be soon submitting a press release to the New York Times, and ISIS will make a joke about how at least they're honest about severe head injuries in their next video. Ooh, Ouch. Ooh, the ISIS Topical. one was cutting. <laughs> Topical. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, that pun sliced me to the core. Joining us now on the podcast, Phil, you ready for this? I'm ready for guests. For once, I will say, don't worry about being polite. Okay, really? Yeah, because... Oh, then I'm gonna... I'm get, Kitty's got his claws out, purr. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm, I'm looking forward to this. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Roger, it is good to have you on the podcast. Uh, it's great to be in the podcast. Guys. I hear you're a traitor to the human race. That's, incidentally, not even the nastiest thing that's been said to me this week. You're so. a jerk. Now, Roger... We have you on this podcast. You've basically been in hiding for the past week this after going on uh, CBS and basically spitting out a bunch of lies that, like I said, contradict statements you already said. You're a liar. Or 
fact-based reporting done by the AP, things police departments have said, things the casino in Atlantic City said, things Ray Rice has said. Yeah, and I, I just I just like a chance to uh, address this issue right now. Uh, I, I admit I made some mistakes. I was there trying we go. to— Let's man I, up. Good, finally. was trying to emulate a personal hero of mine. I think the the greatest American of all time. You're trying to. All that's time. why you were a jerk, because you were emulating a I, great. I was American. emulating the greatest American of all time, and and admittedly, it just it did not steer me steer you me have well. Any idea case. what this American could be? I well, the first thing that came to my mind is George Washington Carver because he invented is, peanut butter, right? But there's uh, not, I don't see how it could be George Washington Carver. No, it does not. This does not seem Carver esque behavior. No, as I know the man. So of course I then go to Benjamin Button. Because that guy's a hero. He aged Not backwards. real. Not real. Benjamin really? I Button, thought that was a... Uh, it was I a thought it was like Forrest Gump. I, I, I thought, thought it was a biopic. I thought that was a biopic, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of bummed now. Who? Who? What American? Who? What American that you would, actually, would be uh, that that you consider great? The uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon. I, oh, everything's I mean, coming our, up our Milhouse. Greatest, our, greatest, our greatest president. Uh, Nixon did so many great things. And, no, and honestly, it's on. just I've, I've tried to live my life like Nixon. And so many things about this spoke to me. There was a secret videotape. There was a secret tape. There's parts of it that you haven't seen because I erased them. They're not particularly you, juicy, whoa. but, but <laughs> I needed you, to erase parts of you, it. Are you, you admitting <laughs> to erasing part of the videotape like Nixon and the 18 minutes of silence on the Watergate tapes? Absolutely. What? Wow, this is crazy. I again, I just I felt like if Nixon did it, it all seemed so Nixonian. I felt like I had to do it. There was a big cover up. There was a missing tape, and there's so many other times throughout my career I've tried to be like Nixon. For instance, he opened up relations with China. Right, that is probably yeah. one of the best moments of the Nixon administration. I opened up Jacksonville to the NFL. Okay, one and that the same. seems very different. I think that's, that's not an apples different. to apples okay. comparison. No, he, he I ex- played apples to apples, and I do not remember those cards coming up. He exposed Alger Hiss as a spy. Yes, that's, that was that was actually good work. I took part in the exposing of Bill Belichick for Spygate. Some would say you didn't go far enough there in destroying some of the evidence that you confiscated from the New England Patriots. Yeah. You know, and it was tempting at the time because, again, secret videotape. I really wanted to delete like oh, 18 minutes Oh, come on. No. Time. No. You, look, there's. it's not because you emulated. It's because you're no, an asshole. Listen, he, he expanded. Because you're an asshole. He expanded. Let's, let's hear him out. He expanded okay. the American bombing campaign to Cambodia. That's bad. Right? I expanded the NFL to Thursday nights. Not the same thing. No. Uh, well, he did tell us, whatever I do, I'm not going to give more shortened weeks, and I'm not going to move it to Thursday night. And then you moved it to Thursday night. I did that. CBS, really exactly early. what Nixon said. And, and Nixon uh, signed a crucial treaty with the Soviet Union, SALT-1, that limited the number of ICBMs that each country could have. Right. That was a very okay. positive That's step a great in the Cold thing. War. And I have, I have not been able to figure out what the parallel would be in my line of work. It's, no. It's kind of difficult, actually. Why, then well, how was that you being like Nixon? This makes no sense to my small one, brain. I don't, think, I don't think you're picking the correct things necessarily to emulate in terms of the cover-up. Yeah, no, you're probably right about that. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> that, there we go. Finally. God, you're so wishy-washy. I feel like I've always screwed up. Like, I didn't want to come down on the Saints too hard about Bounty Gate because everything about that to me said slush fund, which I figured was good, right? Yeah, ish. Yeah. If, it's the, a, if it's a fun pub- to buy slushes, then sure. That's but, a great thing. But again, in that one, I mean, the public pressure was too high. And so, again, I just, I feel like maybe, maybe I screwed up a little here, but I was just trying to be like Nixon, our most beloved president. No, he's not the most beloved I president. I don't think. I think you're not. Sh- he's I not don't know. beloved in the traditional sense of beloved. Not like a Taft. 
No, no. Because Taft, Taft was a big teddy bear. Non-threatening teddy yeah. bear. Women Fat, loved him. You got Could caught be friends in a bathtub. With him. You yeah. could hang out with him, and like you wouldn't worry about getting hit on or right. anything was going to happen because he's just a big teddy bear. He couldn't chase you because he's very big. I'm confused here. Are you saying people don't look up to Nixon? No, people no, don't look up to Nixon. Not generally looked at as bad. Think they do. Yeah. He's I generally think, known think, as a shithead. I think the China thing, yeah, that that was pretty good. I think th- Salt won, right? Okay. We're getting somewhere. Tried to get some meaningful health care reform. Okay. He did. He did do. And and, and that's he tried and failed to get meaningful, meaningful health care reform. I think you can see with the whole concussion issue, along similar lines there. <laughs> he served as a great uh, vice president, you could say, under under Eisenhower. Very dutiful. I and I was I was a great CEO COO under uh, under Paul Tagliabue. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Was he though? I don't know. Were you a great COO under Tagliabue? I was an outstanding COO. Basically, under your job as a COO and your job as the NFL commissioner is just to be a steward to not fuck it up. And I think a lot of people think that instead of just actively. Uh, just remaining passive and not fucking it up is if you've really fucked this yeah, up. Yeah, bad. Not unlike up. Nixon fucked up Americans' trust in the executive branch. Uh, not for me. Wait a second. You are like Nixon. Very sweaty You're as well. Both, yeah, sweaty and sweaty fuck ups. I I thought about maybe wearing some makeup so I wouldn't appear so sweaty, but <gasps> that's what Nixon then you did. Astute it. Then, then you I was... yeah, I'm like, what am I, Kennedy? Nobody likes Kennedy. I like oh, what Kennedy. Are you talking about? Come think, on, oh gosh! You know what? You're a creep, and Nixon also had creep. Yeah, you the creep. Look at you, you creeper. President. You're a big creeper. Oh man. Well, I've also been secretly planning. Uh, under Tagliabue, I was taking part in a secret plan to expand the NFL to to Cuba. <laughs> By way of a uh, by way of an invasion. This is Cubans, bad. No, this oh is bad. The would not see. This coming. is really bad. Oh my. Well, now the Cubans my are going to see. My it hope coming. was to finish the plan and then pass it off to the next NFL commissioner, and that may be happening sooner than I was thinking. So, <laughs> all right, let's take inventory here. Yes, you're very much like Nixon. You're very much like Nixon. Whether or not you should emulate Nixon, I'm going to go with no. no. I think you really, no. that's the part that you screwed up. Well, here's the thing. I have one great idea here. You know who should be the next commissioner of football? Commissioner if I Gordon. Do, I was going to say Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford's dead. Oh, boy, when you put it that way. Gerald Ford's when been, you put it that, come on. Ford's been dead for You're a jerk. Years. Pretty bad idea on my part. Yeah, it was. You ruined football. Well, listen, do you guys Do you guys want to hear what's in the, the, the missing 18 minutes of tape from the the, the just give the us elevator. give yeah, us a teaser. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's. Nothing really. She's just unconscious the whole time. Oh it's, come on! You're awful. So it is like the Watergate silence on the tape. <laughs> it is just a tape of silence. We'll we'll never know. You know. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm sick of your face. Get out of here. Get, get out of here. Okay. Well. Well. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. This is the best interview I've had in a long time. <laughs> For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports Fan! 
Weird Sportsman. What do we got this week, Phil? This week's Weird Sportsman, Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> William Thomas a Bill Romanowski, born April 2nd, 1966, is a former American football player. Mm-hmm. All right. One of those. Yeah. Yep. He was born in Vernon, Connecticut. Weird. I did not know that about Bill Romanowski. Yeah. A linebacker, comma. He graduated from Rockville High School in 1984, Boston College in 1988, with academic honors and a Scanian Award recipient. Neither did I. Yeah. And then he went on to a 16-year career in the NFL. Oh, boy. Most of it fueled by drugs. Uh, Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Starting with the 49ers, then the Eagles, and the Broncos, and the Raiders. He's a hired gun. Yeah. Yeah. That is a journeyman, I think, by NFL standards, right? Yeah. Five I teams? Thought, I mean, it depends on... I've always thought by journeyman, it was usually a guy who was sort of like, okay, just good enough to make teams. Nah, I don't know. You travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. He went okay. on journeys. He did. <laughs> uh, Romanowski played 243 consecutive games. Holy crap. An NFL record among linebackers that stood until London Fletcher broke the record during the 2013 season. Really? Hey, he finished his career with 265. London Fletcher played in 265 straight games. Would not have guessed that. Would Mm. not have guessed that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, He he won four Super Bowl champions, uh, championships, and he's the only linebacker to start five Super Bowls. Crazy. It's also pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Which means he lost one of them. Oh, he I remember seems, which one. This, but this really sounds like an impressive sportsman. Isn't yeah. that weird in itself? What makes <laughs> him weird? Well, during his 16-year career, Romanowski uh, compiled 1,105 tackles, 39.5 sacks, whatever that means, 18 forced fumbles, 18 interceptions. He had a very, very good career. Right. Yeah, it sounds like this is just a good linebacker. Altercations. Oh, no. Romanowski has been involved in numerous altercations with both teammates and opponents. In 1995, well, with the Eagles, he was ejected from a game and was subsequently fined $4,500 for kicking Arizona Cardinals fullback Larry Centers in the head. Oh, you can't do that. You trying to think these football players are violent. You only got 4500 bucks for that? That was a different time. 1995. <laughs> Everyone was listening to Nirvana. They're still bummed out about Kurt Cobain's death. Yeah. COO Roger Goodell was running the fines department. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird time. Uh, two more incidents occurred during the 1997 season when he played for the Broncos. In the first, he was fined $20,000 after a helmet-to-helmet hit on then-Carolina Panthers quarterback Kerry Collins in a preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is yeah. why it was twenty thousand dollars, yep. resulting in Collins sustaining a broken jaw. Oh shit! In a preseason game, you're not supposed to do that in the preseason. Yeah. In the second, Romanowski spat in the face of 49ers wide receiver JJ Stokes in a regular season game. In fairness, okay, yeah. Well, well, that's when you need to be spitting in people's faces. That's when the game counts. It was a response to Stokes's taunting, which I guess if you taunt, like you're gonna get spit in the face. What are you going to do? Two you years later. You don't have to get a spit in the face. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. you got to stand up for yourself. Two years later, while still with the Broncos, he was fined a total of $42,500 for three illegal hits, plus a punch thrown at Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Tony Gonzalez. He was also fined an undisclosed amount for throwing a football at Brian Cox of the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball hit him in the crotch area. <laughs> 
<laughs> the man had aim. Yeah, it's a bit of a hothead. Yeah. yeah sounds like he had aim and anger. Yes, he his does. His own little AA. In 2003, Romanowski attacked and injured one of his teammates, Marcus Williams, during a scrimmage. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. A Williams, a backup tight end for the Oakland Raiders, was forced to retire after Romanowski confronted Williams after a play, ripped off his helmet, and crushed his eye socket with a punch. Holy crap. This, was in a cr- this is in the scrimmage. Yep. Talk- oh, my God. Crushed his eye socket. And Took he had off to his helmet just so he'd hurt him that much more. Yeah, Williams sued for damages of $3.4 million, arguing that Romanowski had been suffering from roid rage when he attacked him. That seems entirely plausible. That sounds right. This argument was later rejected by a judge on the ground that Williams could not prove that Romanowski had actually used steroids on the same day as the attack. (laughs) That's our court system at work. Oh, wow. Yeah, Williams was awarded $340,000. I feel like you should have got more, not because of the steroid argument, but the fact that he had to retire afterwards. Yeah, after being crushed in the Future losses, like, you know. Yeah. Williams was quoted saying that he and his lawyers just wanted to prove what was right and wrong about football. Oh, it was just about making a point of, hey, this guy's doing steroids, and he's breaking people's faces. Yeah, yeah. Bill Romanowski really personifies, I think, everything that's wrong with football. If we find out that he hit his wife and drove drunk a lot, I think that's going to be pretty much, uh, that's that's the whole gamut for the NFL. Yeah. Two more things that I'm going to say Okay. about Bill Romanowski. Take it as you will. He appeared in the movie Jack and Jill. Appeared in the movie Jack and Jill. <laughs> for which he was fined $55,000. <laughs> and in the year 2000, posed with his wife Julie for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. I don't think anybody wanted to see Romo in that. I do remember that. I believe Julie was very attractive. In Ooh. other words, his life, just right. <laughs> and that brings an end to another Weird Sportsman! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close. Another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you, the listener, our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports number three podcast. That's at sports number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. You can find us on uh, Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. While you're there, please make sure to follow, listen to some tracks, leave us some comments. We appreciate it. You can find us on iTunes by going to sports number three space podcast and sports number three space podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy or you can find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com. Hey guys. Hey Joel. <laughs> What's going on? You know, just ending the podcast yeah. quickly. Yep. Oh, right. So I, I just had a weird... Wrapping it up. Yep. Wrapping <laughs> up a... rapidly. The word rapid comes from wrapping it up, which is something Joel should do right now. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.